Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show on 103.7 FM WKRM. Today we have a show that you're going to find interesting. We're going to talk to some about to a couple of the shakers and doers of Murray County Public Schools. We are here to talk to our school leadership, strategic partners, their trusted confidence, their professional problem solvers, or more professionally known as their executive assistants. Today we are here with Miss Shirley Johnson, who is the executive assistant to Superintendent Michael Hickman. Welcome, Shirley. Good afternoon. We're so glad you could make it today. And... Amy Henson, who is the exec- executive assistant to Assistant Superintendent Scott Gaines. Welcome, Amy. Good afternoon. Um, we have one other uh, top-level executive assistant, Mr. Eric Perriman's executive assistant, Miss Misty Gaines. She was unable to make it today because she just had a baby and she's on maternity leave. So we will get right going here and talk to the ladies here. Um, First of all, let's tell our listening audience a little bit about you. If people don't know you, I mean, you, both of you have been around the school district for a while. Mm-hmm. I know, Miss Shirley, you've been 20 plus years, right? <laughs> Amy? Yeah. 25. 25 years. So both of you guys have been around the school district for a while, so you, you, you're you probably well known by many. But anyway, let's go ahead and tell a little bit about yourself. So Shirley, tell us a little bit about yourself for the listening audience. Okay, well, uh, to start off with, Amy and I are both, we have a lot of history with the system. Um, I started with my mother being a teacher at McDowell. So McDowell is very um, strong in my heart. Yeah, near and dear to your heart. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So uh, mother was um, uh, started teaching there in 1955, and um, she taught gym, and she taught the third grade. And she started the library at McDowell. Oh, very cool. Yeah, she was the first librarian in the uh, system. I've been in there and taped some on locations at the oh, library there. Yep. Of course, that's a different library now. Oh, okay. It was, it was downstairs because okay. we would go through the front door. Yeah. And uh, as soon as you walked up the stairs, there was the library. And Mother did that. Now, my brother, sister, and I helped her start that. Okay. Because um, I guess she had a grant or something, and we went up to... Uh, on Murfreesboro Road to the book company, and each one of us had a, a buggy, a shopping cart, mm-hmm. and we each had our own list of books that we had to find. So we got them and filled up those buggies and went back to McDowell, and we learned the Dewey Decimal System very Dewey quickly. De- <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so we got to help her set up the library. Well, that's so. kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. But um, Did you go to McDowell Elementary? Oh, yeah, all the way through. I went to McDowell, then to Whitthorn Junior High. Okay, yep, because back in the day it was called Junior, yep. That's when when I went to school was a Junior High. Oh, it was Junior High, and then went to Central High School. So um, this has pretty much been my life. Yeah. And even my my mother, her mother, my sister, my brother, I have a daughter, I have an aunt. I can't tell you how many are already, they have gone through the school system uh, not this one. I'm sorry. They've all been teachers. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's pretty much in us. So. I have a daughter that's a teacher, so I, I can really you know. appreciate that. Yes, yeah. you do. You know, that's pretty cool. I didn't realize that history of the school district was so um, deep in your family, where oh, you yeah. had so many school teachers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you you actually have been the executive assistant for how many superintendents now at Mary County Public Schools? Um. Well, I have been um, three directors. Okay. Or, or superintendent. Yeah, yeah. And one interim is what I have. Okay. But before that, I was at Central High School for 22 years. Okay. What did you do at Central High School? I was a secretary and bookkeeper, and I went through six principals. And uh, so I had plenty of training for those <laughs> 22 years before I went to the central office. And I, I am on my 17th year at the central office. Wow. So I have 39. I'm on my 39th year. I am lucky enough to work across the hallway from Miss Shirley, and she is a wealth of knowledge. When I need something, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. I'm like, Shirley, knock, knock, knock. I knock on the door, and I always bring my attention. I'm there, and Shirley will always have a good idea of either where to send me or what what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah so you're very helpful to me. I can, I can me. direct pretty well. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in the role of the um, assistant um, executive assistant for the uh, superintendents. 
Miss um, Amy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I grew up in Mount Pleasant. I'm a product of Murray County Public Schools. I went to Mount Pleasant Elementary. Uh, at the time, it was just the two. So it was Mount Pleasant Elementary through sixth grade. Then we went to the high school. It wasn't ever a unit school, It was never it? was a unit okay. school. There, the, the way it's situated, you would think it's a unit school, right. but just three separate buildings. And my husband and I both went through school there. Then our son... He went through school there, and they actually opened the middle school okay. when he was started the fifth grade. So he actually got to go to the middle school. Uh, my father, he and his family went to Mount Pleasant. My mother went to Whitthorn Junior High, and she graduated from Central. My father was actually a bus driver for several years. Cool. Hey, we need bus uh-huh. drivers, by the way. He hint, hint. We said that last week on the Big Yellow School Bus. He was actually bus. a bus driver for several years in the Mount Pleasant area, so... Cool. And I've been 25 years here right. in the school system. And how long have you been at the central office? Uh, all 25. Okay, so you've been at the central office that whole time. And you've uh, been the executive assistant for numerous assistant superintendents I've had, also? Uh, four assistant superintendents. Okay. And then I've been through nine director or superintendents since I've been there because I actually started in the instruction department before I moved to the executive assistant for the assistant superintendent. Wow. Between you two, we have a wealth of knowledge sitting at this table right here today. Um, I'm very impressed with the, the job that you guys do. I've, I've been in the corporate world for a long time, and I've met a lot of uh, executive assistants that have taught me a lot over the years because um, they're so knowledgeable and they're so helpful. Um, and to they're, they're, they're so great for their bosses. I mean, if I was a, a superintendent, I would be thrilled to have one either one of you on my side helping me out. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, let's talk about what are exa- what exactly are executive assistants. If, if you're sitting on the outside looking in and you don't have an executive sitting, you've never been in a, in a work uh, place that has an executive assistant, tell us a little bit in your words what an executive assistant is. I'll let you go first, Ms. Shirley. Okay. Um, well, you're there for... Uh, the superintendent. You take calls, you make a, a set up appointments, you help with his schedule, um, you go through the daily routines of just making sure everything is organized, everything's calm, and uh, pretty much like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a whole different than, say, if um, uh, my, my daughter was a secretary mm-hmm. for Columbia Power and Water. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole different type of yeah, game there. Is. She's going to be answering the phones and taking care of some really, um, I don't mean this in a bad way, menial things mm-hmm. that just are routine during the day, where your days can range from a wide variety of things, I'm sure. You never know what you're going to face exactly. each day. Exactly. Tell me what your thoughts about um, what an executive assistant well, is, Miss Amy. Well, just expanded on what Shirley said, you, you know, and there's times you have to be flexible. Oh, because yeah. Because you don't never know what that phone call is going to be if it's an emergency at a school or whatever. So we have to be very flexible and really you have to be able to multitask very well. Yeah. Multitasking is huge. I I used to think it was um, amazing watching my kids grow up and the ability they had to multitask. And then as I got older, I figured out it's not rocket science and I was Mm -hmm. able to do it. And then I see people in your your roles um, here at the school district and other places I've worked. Multitasking is a huge huge task mm. that um, it takes a little knack to get used to it does. and how to balance those little things that are happening and to be able to deal with the big thing is happening at the immediate time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Multitasking is kind of a cool thing. I used to texting. I, I could never get used to texting. I used to tell my daughter, call me. <laughs> well, I don't have time, but I'll text you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you think it takes time to text and it takes time to call. I didn't understand it until I got used to doing it. Uh-huh, and then right. I learned I could actually be in a meeting and still sending a text and communicating and multitasking. Mm-hmm. So that's a big, big part of the job of uh, any type of executive assistant or the executive themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, multitasking. Um, I like to say that um, you guys are the strategic partners um, that for the, uh, um, your bosses, whether it be your assistant superintendent or superintendent or CEO of a company. Um, so, you know, we, we, we said the executive assistants are this and that, um, 
What about all the pressures that come with such a job? I mean, you're dealing with high-level things. Um, what does it take to stay calm under pressure when you're in, in a role like an executive assistant? Hmm. Any thoughts on that? Well... <laughs> Well, let me let you me just, let me maybe expound on that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Executives can be demanding, right? Mm-hmm. Many executives have high pressure jobs, and that high pressure often gets passed on to you. So there may be things that he, he you know, that an executive may have going on, and they just say, "Can you handle this for me?" Mm-hmm. I mean, then you've got. Well, I'm already doing these three tasks, and this is part of the multitasking, also. Um, so how do you handle the pressure? Is it just a matter of just knowing how to stay calm, how to stay relaxed, and how to deal and with it? prioritize. Prioritize. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and fortunately, um, at the central office on the upstairs floor where Shirley and I are both located, uh, we also have another person up there, Jill Ford. Mm-hmm. And the three of us work very well together. So if there's... If we are ever in that pressure situation, we can pick up the phone and say, hey, Shirley, can you come? I need your help. And we know she's going to come. And likewise, she'll do the same thing for for us. So we really job share up there very well and work very well together as a team. Right. We have been Mm cross-trained. I'm a firm believer in that. And so between the three of us, where one needs somebody to pick up the slack, we're right there. So. Yeah, I think all those are important, um, you know, being calm. I, I have a real kind of a, a demeanor to me where I don't let things get to me too much. I kind of just when I get really under pressure and busy, I just kind of invert and I just mm-hmm. do it mm-hmm. and get it done. And I try not to go like, ah, I'm driving me crazy because that doesn't help. Well, you uh, we're seasoned, so we're <laughs> we're kind of used to it. And um you just you just learn that it's it's all going to be okay. Oh yeah. All you got to do is just take your time, be calm about it, and um, it always works out. We we reset ourselves and and go on to the next projects. So. Absolutely. Um, how has and and this is not something that I kind of briefed you on, but how has the um, current um, COVID nineteen pandemic affected your positions at the school district? I mean, I know in my role. I pr- I have to put devote a lot of time to COVID nineteen, and so there's some things that are put on the back burner. I don't know if that's the case with you guys. If that's affected how your job, because you've been used to this job. I came into the role right before. I mean, literally two months before pandemic hit. I came in in January, and the pandemic hit in March, and everything changed in my job role. How has the um, COVID nineteen maybe affected anything in your role? Well, I I guess the instruction department, you know, we've been assisting with putting the packets together for the elementary kids because the, you know, the high schoolers and middle schoolers, they have the devices, devices, but the elementary doesn't. So we assist in putting those packets together and then be sure they get to the schools each week. And this is something that's above and beyond what you normally would do. Right. So in the multitasking, you know, we're putting packets together plus doing, say, uh, the principal's meeting agenda or right. our normal everyday task of answering the phone. And as you well know, the questions for the remote learners yeah. funnel through the instruction department too. Yep. So, Yeah. And what about, uh, yeah, the remote learning, you have the packets for the uh, younger children, the elementary age. So these are all added on responsibilities that you didn't have before COVID-19. Uh, Miss Shirley, did you have anything that really hit your office? No, it, it was just a learning curve for all of us because we've never been through this. And yeah. so um, there was no manual. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. So. COVID-19 has, has actually changed so much for so many and so many job roles. Mm-hmm. I know um, I, I had this idea of what communications was when I hired in and it completely changed Mm -hmm. when we had to shut down for COVID-19 and the school district was no longer running and we had to shift gears and talk about how do we get food to people, you know, during a pandemic when the schools are closed Mm -hmm. and we did all these things logistically that you normally wouldn't do. And 
I can't tell you how many times I relied on Ms. Shirley like for help on that. I, when I hired in, I didn't know how many 23 schools we had, and I didn't know the names of the schools. I just knew we had a lot of schools in our county. So um, not being part of the education system it's for all these years. For yeah, it was a new world. Mm-hmm. Now I can tell you who the, who the schools, what the schools are, their, their principals, their assistant principals, their, probably their art teachers, um, because it all came natural after asking questions mm-hmm. and learning as I went along. Um, and especially with uh, COVID-19 and all the different aspects we have to do right now. Um, we had uh, mentioned uh, some things here, like um, working under pressure. Uh, earlier, we had talked about this. Um, your resourcefulness, um, prioritization. How do you say that word? <laughs> Prioritization. <laughs> yes, I got to say it slowly. Um, being discreet in, in the, the job role, what you're doing, multitasking, decisiveness, networking, and analytic skills. So we're going to talk a little bit more about these in detail and how they relate to your job. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk a little bit about how, how your job is for resources. I mean, if you have a new superintendent like Michael Hickman just came in and he's new to the district and he came in, um, probably didn't know a lot about the district. I mean, he's been in education Mm -hmm. for a lot of years. Uh, in fact, he went to school here and then, and, and ventured out to take a job in education in a county not too far away. Um, how do you rate the resourcefulness of this job role that you'd play as an executive assistant? How do I rate it? How do you rate it? How do you handle it? How do you do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, we have a lot of training through TSBA. That is the Tennessee, Tennessee. School Board Association. Okay. And um, I have been through the training with them. So I have already completed uh, my training, which took a few years to reach the uh, status of uh, certified school board secretary. That's another thing we fr- yeah, we forgot to I mention that Miss um, Shirley mm-hmm. is also the secretary for our school board. That means that she takes care of how many school board members? Eleven. Eleven. Eleven mm-hmm. school board members, and attends every school board meeting, mm-hmm. and makes sure that we have the proper documentation and notes. And these are public meetings, so mm-hmm. there's a lot. Lying on your shoulders for that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's inter- you know when I asked about you, I forgot to mention that that's a part of your role. Right. Um, you're not just the superintendent's executive assistant. Mm-hmm. You're basically the school board's executive assistant. Right. Uh huh. And with that comes a lot of uh, other responsibilities. And you said the TSBA provided training? Yes, uh-huh. The school board members even go through the training, okay. too. Theirs is different from mine, but they do go through training. Amy, is that something that you've had? To- no. No, no training like that? I did. Uh, I mean, I have an associate's degree from Columbia State okay. in office management. Okay. Good deal. All right. Well, thank you for this first 20 minutes of the Big Yellow School Bus. We're going to go ahead and take a break. And we'll talk a little bit more about some of the things that our executive assistants do for our school district here at Murray County Public Schools. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show on 103.7 FM WKRM. We are here with executive assistants, Miss Shirley Johnson, who is the executive assistant for Superintendent Michael Hickman, and Amy Henson, who is the executive assistant to Assistant Superintendent Scott Gaines. Thanks for being here today, ladies. Thank you. We talked a lot about um, some of the job, what the job is of executive assistant um, in the first segment of the show. And we started to talk a little bit about Ms. Shirley Johnson's role with the Board of Education and the school board. Ms. Shirley, do you want to expand on that a little bit more and tell us a little bit more about what do you do for the uh, Board of Education school board? Well, of course, I'm there at, at every one of the school board meetings or retreats. And uh, during the meeting, I run the voting machine and keep minutes. And I, I like her. And when I, I go to most of the meetings, I mm-hmm. think I've only missed one in this year. Mm-hmm. 
Please vote now. Yeah. It's such a calm. <laughs> please vote please now. Please vote now. I, I can, I can, yeah, because uh-huh. you, you, you have that and it's the same every time. Uh-huh. Please vote now. I love it. It's, it's so consistent. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, go ahead. Okay. And um, let's see, I, I said I keep the minutes, work with TSBA to make sure that the uh, board members. Do and the Tennessee, um, TSBA is the Tennessee School Board Association. That's correct. To make sure that the board members attend uh, trainings and uh, correspond with them and for anything that they need, and um, I help board members with their setting up for their trainings and for their board retreats, and um, keep the board members posted on things that go on that they need to know about. So they're always getting information from Miss Shirley. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. And like I said, please vote now. That's right. And we just went through an election, and they should have just had Shirley on the radio saying, please, <laughs> please vote, vote now. now. And everybody that ever watched a school board <laughs> meeting would have related and went, uh-huh. oh, i got to go vote. <laughs> because it's been part of what you've been saying since I've been with the school district That's right. and been to every one of the meetings. And, and I, can, I can, I, like it's, an, it's like right here on the right side of my ear, I can uh-huh. hear, please vote now. I love it. <laughs> Keep doing it. Keep doing okay. it the way you've been doing it. It's it's consistent, and everybody likes consistency. Yes, they do. So um, let me ask you a question that we haven't talked about. Like, So what do you do in the community? Do you do anything outside of work? I know like um, some people like to volunteer at a food bank or they do different things. Do you have anything specific that you may be doing in the community that you'd like to share? Uh, well, right now, just mainly church since... COVID going on. Right. So, Which church do you belong to? Uh, Mount Pleasant Cumberland Presbyterian Church. And um, I have... Is that uh, the one that has the food bank across the street? No. By chance? No. There's uh-uh. one... That, okay. You you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Amy knows because she lives out there. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I'm doing right now. I've been uh, working with them, but uh, I can't think right now. Uh, that's okay. Same, same question. Uh, um, like in the community, I know you you work full time at the school district and I see you there from morning to the afternoon, day in, day out, um, keeping up with things and taking care of Mr. Um, Gaines. Uh, is there anything that you do in the community you'd like to share with our, our listening audience? Well, like Shirley, of course, I'm involved in church. Okay. Of course, those are kind of different because we meet twice, twice a week on Sunday. We do Bible study and uh, then our worship service, and I go to Locust Street Church of Christ. And then on our Wednesday night, we do Zoom. Oh, that's just to, that's, just to still keep you know everything. I think that's going to stay whatever. with us, don't you think? I think so too. Because it's it's <clears throat> so handy and so convenient. We I heard something on the radio station this just recently. Um, uh, Representative Scott Zapicki and uh, his crew were talking, and they said they believe remote learning will be somewhat here to stay. No matter what, if, if we get the pandemic under control, when it becomes under control and they have a, a vaccine, et cetera, that remote learning is probably still going to be part of education. And they were talking about a bill being sponsored where teachers can apply to teach to other schools and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you've got a really great teacher mm-hmm. and she's renowned and, and, and looked for and, and everybody wants to have be in her class. She'll have the ability to possibly teach online. So the remote thing at your church yeah. is really cool. Right. And then uh, before, of course, before COVID hit, I was teaching the two through kindergarten age class. But then when COVID hit, we quit having our yeah. Sunday school classes. And then also, uh, whenever she needs, I assist Regina Perry with the Cowboy Up. Cowboy Up, And yes. the secretarial duties that she mm-hmm. needs there, so... After starting the school district this year, I learned a lot more about that program. And, and Miss Perry actually spoke at a school board meeting and mm-hmm. told it felt like a testimonial, but it was from 16 years ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. And she shared with uh, the school board what she does and why she does it. And I just recently found out that uh, Miss Robin Perry, that's the CEO, executive director of the Boys and Girls Club mm-hmm. of Murray County, her husband is her brother. That's right. Regina's mm-hmm. brother. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I've, I helped Robin and Byron when they got married. And oh. did, I would, did some filming and photography and video and stuff. So I've known Robin for a lot of years, and um, I just made that connection here recently. <laughs> and did you know that, and, and I'll just point this out, that Robin and Byron used the same letters? 
R-O-B-Y-O-N-B-R-Y-O-N. <laughs> I had Didn't to point that, that out because <laughs> it's kind of cool. When, uh-huh. when they were getting married, I was sitting there and I was doing, I was writing something down and I happened to look at the letters and I said, you guys got the same letters <laughs> for their first name. And they were like, yeah, we know. <laughs> um, well, thanks for sharing a little bit about you personally, what you do in the community. I know uh, many people that work at the school district tend to be involved in their churches, civic organizations like Rotaries and Kiwanis, um, helping with places like the Boys and Girls Club, the Family Center, and the, um, the Well Outreach Food Pantries and stuff like that, all of which that I just named are some, are some passions of mine mm-hmm. that I like to help out with. Um, let's talk a little bit more about your actual jobs and what you do for your, your, um, your bosses. Um, and let's talk about that discretion level. Cause I, I can't tell you how many times in my career I've came into an executive assistant and said, Hey, what's going on with this? And they just give me the look <laughs> like, well, yeah, you I guess you're just going to have to keep wondering because, um, you know, discretion is probably one of the top priorities for an executive assistant in any mm-hmm. corporation. So, how do you handle that? I mean, my, 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 my lid would go off if I had all this information and I couldn't share it anywhere. Um, you know, and I commend you both and every executive assistant I know for having that ability to be discreet and keep those things in. Tell us a little bit how you, how you deal with that level. Well, you just know that um, it's confidential. Absolutely. And we're dealing with students. We have something parents. called FERPA for the for the school kids. It's a FERPA where you uh, you have to protect the rights of the children, and you can't uh, tell anything about the children. It's a, like mm-hmm. a federal law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we just know that it needs to be in house, and um, you know if. If somebody needs to know something, they will get in touch with them. But uh. I like to say, and I, and I learned this from another uh, job that I had. Um, the executive system was like an iron curtain. Boy, yes. she she would she would sit and chat with you all day long. Mm-hmm. But you asked one question yeah, that was off limits. There. You just Mm-mm. you got the look. Yeah, you don't go she, there. She, she would just if you could see me right now, you'd see my face. Uh-huh. She gave you the look that says. You know I'm not going to talk to you about that. We all have our limitations, and we know them. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and it's commendable to your bosses mm-hmm. that there's this this um, huge trust factor yeah. when it comes to the discretionary part That's what of I was going to say. Uh-huh. Yeah, know, go ahead. A, and- it's a trust thing between our supervisors mm-hmm. and us. Yeah. Because they have to know. To have they've got to know that whatever we're dealing with, and, of course, Shirley and I have both – been trained in when we used to do the crisis drills. Yeah. I would actually mm-hmm. go out with that time it was Bobby Anderson over our safety, which like Eric, that's part of, or Jonathan Berry, that's part of his role now. Right. But I would go out with him and we would be the ones in Shirley would man the central office post and we would go out and we would call her, say, this is mm-hmm. what, you know, is going on in this drill. But if that was real life, you know, and Jack called, we couldn't, in Jack Call, what's going on at Mount Pleasant High School? Right. We couldn't say. Right. You know, because we've got to funnel that information through the right sources because we could say one thing and it could have been totally different. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you guys are the first line of contact in, a, in an emergency situation. Right. Um, because you need to know so your bosses can know. Mm-hmm. ASAP. What's going on? Is that correct? Mm-hmm. That is. Yeah. When we have yes. a call in from a school on an emergency um, we take the information down, then immediately we have to get started with letting uh, the superintendent know mm-hmm. or the assistants, you know, and um, um, make sure that everybody knows the, what they're supposed to be doing. So we have to pass it on to them. So we get it started, and then they take over the rest of it. Yeah, and, and trust is earned. It's not expected. And, and, and in your job role, you do a great job of gaining that trust with your bosses. Mm-hmm. And, and I can see it. And Mr. Hickman hasn't been here long. Mm-hmm. And I can tell right now the man trusts you wholeheartedly with everything <laughs> that happens in that office. Well, thank you. Um, and and Mr. Gaines, the same with you. But you've mm-hmm. worked with Mr. Gaines before, I've right? With, I was going to say, yes, I mm-hmm. worked with Mr. Gaines before because he had this position 
prior to the last administration. Yeah, so there, there's a, a, a great buildup in the relationship between an executive assistant and a school superintendent or assistant superintendent. That relationship is like a bond. It's similar to what you'd have in a, in a family relationship, husband and wife, where, you know, my wife's my best friend, mm-hmm. and I'll tell her anything, and I know that I can trust her with it. Right. And it's the same thing when you're at work and you're with your boss mm-hmm. and you're an executive assistant role. Well, um, uh, there's a joke in my family about that because I don't take anything home. I don't talk about it. It's a good point. And um, uh, they, when they're talking about me, somebody will say something about, oh, she knows something, you know, is going on. And she said, I have no idea because she will not let she us know. She will not say a word. <laughs> and I will, I will expound on that because being out in the community, somebody will say, well, did you know this? And uh-huh. I'll be like, you yeah. typically, we don't know. No. Right. You know, uh-huh. we uh, Nope. No. <laughs> no clue. And, and even in my role as a communications court director for the school, I, I get asked questions all the time. And I'm mm-hmm. like, honestly, I have no clue. Right. I, I really don't know. Well, and, and, it, and everything goes to a different department. You exactly. don't know everything. Yeah. You don't. And it would be scary to know everything. Yeah. It'd be like being the superintendent. <laughs> So that's his job. Yeah, we'll let him keep his job and let him do the job, and we'll continue to support him in our roles. Mm-hmm. Um, so the discretion and the trust is a big part of being an executive assistant here at Marty County Public Schools. Um, and you know, I've frequently lost things in my desk because I'm not very good with organization. And I'll walk across the hallway, knock on the door, and say, "Miss Shirley, mm-hmm. you wouldn't happen to have uh, that invoice from?" June that I can't seem to find. And within a matter of seconds, she'll go, oh, yeah, is this the one you're looking for? Right. So how do you manage that organizational you level for such organized. a big place? Have to be organized. Yeah. I mean, that is huge. Because mm-hmm. you never know what's going to come up, and they're going to ask you for something. And if you've got it filed just right, you can mm-hmm. go right to that file, pull it mm-hmm. out, and... And Did you get any type of um, schooling and this organizational skill, or is this something you just acquired over the years? Well, uh, I started out with um, vocational, um, I was trying to think what it was called, VOE, Vocational Office Education. That's okay. what it was. It's been so long ago that um, we got started early with Miss Lucille Taylor. She really ran a tight ship. And we had to have that classroom just like we were in an office. So I did get good footing with her. And then, of course, through the years, you've just learned what works. And right. What you said you work. were at Central or uh, Columbia Central for mm-hmm. a long time in the office there. Mm-hmm. So you've acquired some of those skills. What about you, Amy? What is the, your secret to this great organizational? <laughs> well, like I said, you know, I did take the office management courses at Columbia State. Okay. But then I also worked for JRN, which is... Oh, that's company for KFC. KFC. So I worked. Yeah. I worked there for several years prior to coming uh, to here, and we. I kept. Everybody laughs about my Excel skills. Well, we did spreadsheets and financials and monthly reports for at that time eighty nine. KFC stores. So you have so. mad, <laughs> mad Excel skills. Um, Angela Gibbons, did she work there then? But she's a Kiwanis friend of mine, and she works there. And every year she invites me over to be a judge of their Halloween costumes. Oh. And so I've been over there, and every time I go, I get free KFC coupons. Okay. So I'm like, yeah, you need my help again this year? I'll so take I some had, free KFC. So I worked in the marketing department there. So I had, you know, skills from that. And then when I was going to college, I helped my mother. She was the secretary for several years until the, the gentleman passed away, and then okay. they closed. But she worked for Columbia Concrete, which was then he sold that, and it became True Value. And she worked there till. That closed it, but I would help her um, a lot of times with her billing the first of the month. So, so I'm gonna have to remember this, Miss Shirley. Organizing skills. If I need Excel help right now, now I just found a new get in line new person to help me in my Excel. Okay, okay. I knew you 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 threw out some spreadsheets, and yeah. I've seen some of the work you've done, but I didn't know you were considered mm-hmm. that because I had one at my previous job, Mr. Larry Maines. If you're listening, Larry, thank you. Um, he was this guy that knew everything about Excel. I thought he knew everything, right? And he used to constantly preach when I said he knew everything that he only knew about a third of what Excel was capable oh. of. And he was a master. I mean, he could make Excel sing, dance, whatever he needed to do. 
And uh, when he would tell me he only knew a third, I must, I must thinking, man, I must only know about a one one hundredth of what Excel can do. Well, I'll tell my husband because he'll ask, he'll be working on something, and he'll say, "Come here." I said. Oh, well, never mind. I figured it out. I said, yeah, I've taught you just enough. Just enough. Uh-huh. <laughs> I teach. I tell my kids that all the time. Uh-huh. I taught you just enough just to be dangerous. Enough. Now you got to figure out the rest on your there own. You um, that's a, that's pretty cool with the organizational skills. I like to organize with digital files. I'm, I'm a real good at digital file organization. I, have, I use a date system. So if it's 2020, mm-hmm. I always start out my folder with 2020 March, 2020. You know that I, mean, I have a good idea if I can remember when. Which year? <laughs> you know, if it's in the spring of that year, I just yeah. have a couple folders to go through, and I can usually find what I'm looking for. Um, that seems to work good for me. Everybody has their own little ways of doing their organizational things. I'm not a very good paper organizer. And that's what I know you are good at, Miss mm-hmm. Shirley, because every time I come for something, she she just reaches down and there it is. Oh, everything has to be alphabetized. <laughs> yes. Alphabetized. <laughs> organizational skills are, I will say, impeccable organizational skills are a must for being an mm-hmm. um, executive assistant. Um, tell me about how we talked a little bit earlier before the break about this multitasking capabilities. Multitasking today is something that our youth are becoming extremely good at. They're able to actually do three to four heavy items at a time. Um, How do you deal with all the multitasking things that come at you on a daily basis, Miss Amy? Well, you just, when I get to work, I know whatever I start at that I might you're always in that mindset, you know, I might be on this for 10 minutes and then I might get pulled. So you've just got to always, I guess, be on guard Mm -hmm. just to know that you're, whatever you're doing can change in five or 10 minutes and be prepared for that. And be able to go back to it. And then be able to go back to it, right, and say, (laughs) okay, uh, now where was I at? You Uh know, be able to figure out where you were. And I I know I'm guilty of doing that to both of you because you guys will be heavy into something, (laughs) and I'll go, I'll knock on the door, and I'll say, Amy. And I feel like I need to do like Sheldon on the Big Bang Theory. I need to go, Amy, Amy. Amy. Well, that's when I'm doing those Excel spreadsheets. That's when I'm interrupting, yeah, because I have the knack of just coming in at the time when they're probably deeply into a computer file or something, and I'm knocking on the door. I know Miss Shirley is because she's right across the hallway. She's my my greatest resource at Murray County Public Schools in the uh, central office. So I get it. I get that that you know you you have this. Thing where you're working on something and you got to be ready. You can see that look, can't you? Yeah. Oh, I get the look all the time, but but I don't usually stop though, do yeah. I? Uh, no, he uh, doesn't. Because uh, what I usually need is uh-huh. it's generally somewhat important because I'm working on something for either for you two or uh-huh. for our bosses, Mr. Gaines and Mr. Hickman or uh-huh. Mr. Perriman. Um, so yeah, I don't generally give up. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm like. Got just two minutes, just two minutes of your time. Um, so I like to interrupt my executive we go, sure, Jack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys are very, very helpful, and I, I do appreciate that. Um, you know, that's part of the multitasking that you're able to um, be able to be heavy into something and just say, hold on just a second, and take care of something more trivial, like helping your communications guy down the hall because he needs this or that, or anybody else that walks into your office. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have different communications means. You have a, a desk phone, you have a cell phone, you have a laptop, you have emails, you have all these things going on throughout the day. And then we have, you know, things in our office that are meant for morale. Like we have regular lunches. Mm-hmm. Who plans those? Charlie. <laughs> Shirley, are you are you the are you the go to planner, Shirley, for lunches? In fact, um, I think the last lunch I had something going on, so I just stayed for the very beginning, the, the prayer and the speech. Um, but I, I believe that was said at that that uh, uh, we need to give kudos and a shout out to Miss Shirley for all she did to make this lunch happen. And there's some really nice lunches that have been at the office there, and I'm sure that's the same with any place. I was at Mount Pleasant um, High School recently. And it was on a Friday, and they were all just all excited because it was something about bake a treat, come bring it in, and share it day. Mm-hmm. And there, I had all kinds of people come up to me and go, Mr. Cobb, would you That's like a brownie? There's, there you go. <laughs> Mr. Cobb, would you like a brownie? Mr. Cobb, would you like a Rice uh-huh. Krispie treat? And I'm like, 
I ate a big breakfast. I'm good, but thank you so uh-huh. much. Um, I really like that. I think um, the 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 workforce that uh, breaks bread together works better together, and I've always practiced that. And it's good for our morale. It sure it is. is. And we social distance too. Yeah, absolutely. We sure do. Absolutely. Well, well, let's go ahead and take uh, another break here. We will be back in about five minutes uh, with the Big Yellow School Bus on 103.7 FM WKRM. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus. My name is Jack Cobb. I'm the Communications Director for Murray County Public Schools. I'm your school bus driver. We're here with the Executive Assistant, Shirley Johnson, who is the Executive Assistant for Superintendent Michael Hickman, and Amy Henson, who is the Executive Assistant for Assistant Superintendent Scott Gaines. Thanks for coming, ladies. And welcome back after the break here. Thank you. We have you. covered a lot today, talked about your jobs and the importance of everything you do. Let me ask you a, a question, because this is what a lot of people think. Do you possess supernatural anticipation? Because <laughs> it truly gets truly great EAs. They don't just play chess or they play chess. They don't play checkers. They, they have the strategicness about them in their job. Uh, to really thrive in the role, you have to be able to see 10 moves ahead and anticipate issues before they become full-blown problems. Do you think that's true in your role, and do you have that ability? Miss Amy? Oh, I don't know. I know. <laughs> you do? I know. I see it daily that you guys are taking care of things that are just like, wow, how did Amy do that? I mean, how does she know how to do that, and how did she keep ahead of that? No wonder Mr. Gaines likes her so much. A lot of things we we just come to expect. And it, some things are on a yearly basis. You know, that's coming up. We've got to watch in November what we need to do. Um, American Education Week next week. Is that next week? Uh, if Better check me on that. All right. I think it is. And things like that that you communicate with. And it's... Um, these are important things for your bosses to know. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. We put that on their calendar, don't we? <laughs> we, do. we do. So you guys manage your boss's calendars. So if you have somebody call in and it's really important, you need to get it on their calendar, you can place it on their calendar yes. and let them know about it so they don't miss a great opportunity right. to talk to somebody important in the community. Mm-hmm. Right. Cool. So... I believe that you guys have supernatural powers of some <laughs> sort, and I don't think it's a job requirement. I think it's something you acquire. Yeah, I would think so. I think as time goes by, you, you become to have that ability to know what needs to be done. You and kind what, of read into it. You do. You really do. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it, like if they're talking on a particular subject, you're thinking, you know, they might want this. So you go to your right. file and go ahead and pull it out. And have it ready. Uh-huh, and have it ready. <laughs> so that's a supernatural ability because you're... I never you're, thought you're, about it like that. Yeah, you are thinking ahead, you know, and you're setting in... And a lot of times mm-hmm. you are included in meetings and such that are going to be taking place um, at, for your bosses. And you'll be like... You'll just disappear for a second and come uh-huh. back with a piece of paper and set it on the table. Right. And then they say something, Miss Shirley, and then you go, and you hand them the piece of paper, yeah. and it's like that's an ability, supernatural ability. Well, when they go down that road, you're starting to think, what was the process right. that they go through for that particular um, situation? So you start thinking what they might need. So, I also... Uh, my daughter's a teacher. We mentioned mm-hmm. teaching earlier in your family, a mm-hmm. lot of teachers. I, I think that there's something about being an um, executive assistant that is like a calling. Because I, I worked with a great lady named, by the name of Lynn Jett, and she still works up at um, General Motors. And she had always told me, I don't do this job for any other reason that I just love it. Mm-hmm. She goes, and I said, you love your job? She goes, I oh, yeah. love my job. Mm-hmm. She goes... The things that I get to do and help with and, and, you know, and she'd been through many bosses also, like you guys have been through many people into the, in the roles that you uh, are, are in charge of with. She just loved it. And I bet it's the same thing with you. My daughter, she loves teaching. Mm-hmm. She didn't become a teacher to become a millionaire. 
Oh, we we enjoy our jobs, and uh, a lot of times people will say, "Well, you you're going to have to have another uh, boss come in and uh, say, you know, are you going to be leaving? Are you going to, you know?" They start asking all these questions, and I said, "You know, if I can't adjust to change." I'd never have survived 39 years. Right, right. <laughs> That's just part of the job. You. So you're you, very adaptive. Yes, you have to be. You have supernatural abilities <laughs> to see the future. Well, we've got powers here. We I do. Didn't know you we are. <laughs> you guys are like superpowers. So make sure your bosses hear this recording. Oh, of course. So they understand oh, yes. <laughs> this big yellow school bus has to be like on a little thumb drive and say, mm-hmm. I have something for you to listen to this right. weekend. And you can let them listen to the big yellow school bus. And maybe even I'll keep my job. Uh-huh. No, no, it's all good. Um, I am really happy you guys came on the show today. Um, Miss Amy, recently, and you were at the school board meeting. I couldn't make mm-hmm. it because it was election night and I had some other commitments. Um, we approved a new calendar, correct? Yes. Could you tell us what changed from the current calendar of this year to new? Uh, the one thing that changed, or the only thing that changed from the one that was previously out there to now is the last day of school. Okay. The last day of school will be May 24th for students. And, it'll and be it an was early, previously and the 25th? Previously the 25th. Okay. And it will be an early dismissal day. So they'll come to school. This will be the last day on May 24th. Is that a Monday or a Tuesday? That's a Monday. A Monday. It will be an early dismissal day. So the last day of school was scheduled to the 25th, and that right. would have been an early dismissal day. Right. So Monday would have been a full day. Right. No, so, Monday would have been like a teacher Oh, day. okay. All right. So now it's... So they had the day off Monday, and then they would have come back for their last day to get their their final uh, goodbyes and all that kind of stuff. So the calendar has been approved by the Board of Education. Right. And the last day of school now is Monday. May 24th. May 24th. It is an early dismissal day. For those of you out there listening, the calendar did change. If you had it in your calendar for the 25th, make sure you make a note that it is now May 24th. And that is approved by the Board of Education, and it is within all the standards that are required yes. by the education, the Tennessee Department of Education, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. And you were there for that. Did you say vote now? Oh, of course I did. <laughs> Please, Please vote Please now. vote now. Yes, that's the tone right there. <laughs> we talked about that earlier. Um, anything else coming up on the horizon that we can let our listeners know about before the show ends today? Of course, we got Thanksgiving break, which will be... Uh, November the 23rd through November 27th. Okay. And then, of course, the Christmas break. Uh, there again, December the 18th uh, will be an early dismissal day for kids. And then the Christmas break is December 21st through July the 1st. Ju- July. July? Well, that's a big January, Christmas break. January wow. 1st. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> okay, thank you. Amy just gave us a big <laughs> yeah, break. That me. was an error, guys. That was an error. <laughs> and then, uh, of course... After Thanksgiving break, beginning uh, November 30th, high school students will be involved in EOC testing. What is the EOC? The end of course test for... for uh, End of course test. End of course test for our high school students. Okay. All right. And we have a lot of things going on right now. I believe uh, something was just extended. Was it the um, 10 Promise was extended to like November 1st right now. Yeah, I just put it out on our social media. And it was, um, um, I think, October 1st or something. But they extended it to December 1st. That's what it was. And so now people have more time to apply. Because, you know, with everything going on and mm-hmm. some schools, some students in remote learning, um, they, needed, they realized there just needed to be more time for people to get involved right. in these things that are very important. Um, you know, make sure you get your FAFSA done, make sure you get TN Promise and all these things that are required to go to college. And even if you don't plan on going to college right out of high school, you're going to need these things done so you can go to college maybe the next year. Mm-hmm. And it's going to benefit you to have all these things done. Now, you said Christmas break started when? December 21st. December 21st. January the 1st. And it's January the 1st, January not 1st, July 1st. Not 1st. July 1st, January. <laughs> okay. Well, boy, that would have been a nice break. So Christmas is up until January 1st, and that, of course, includes the new year. Anything else happening in our school districts that we need to share with our listeners that you can think of right offhand? Seeing none? All right. Um, 
<laughs> you supernatural ladies, I, I am so thankful that you were able to come here and let people learn a little bit about what you do at Murray County Public Schools. Um, now let's tell, let's, let's um, ask a question. I, how many minutes do we have left here? Um, about three, four minutes. Tell us something about how great your boss is. Let's do a shout out about your boss or it doesn't even have to be your boss. Let, I love shout outs. And I did this at my last program and, 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 and we did the uh, transportation department. Let's do a shout out. Do you have anybody at work or in your life that you'd like to do a shout out on the radio to? Well, I would like to give a shout out to Mr. Hickman. I, I have been um, uh, pleasantly surprised of how Easy. much he knew coming in. I really did, not being a superintendent. He has really adjusted well, and uh, he knows a lot about the the school, the the guts of it. Yes. You know, he really knows what's going on, and. Um, uh, I'm proud of him. He's doing a good job. Me too. Miss Miss Amy, do you have a shout-out for anybody you'd like uh, to give? Again, with Mr. Gaines coming back, it was just like things just mm-hmm. picked up and just picked up where they right left off. off. Yeah. And then our whole instructional department as a whole, I'd have to shout out all of our instruction department because everybody's just kind of picked up with the remote stuff and so I would just have to shout out our whole instructional department. You have somebody new in the instruction department, and I'm getting ready to send that information out. It's Nick Deschamps? Yes. Did is, I say that right? Yes, you did. He is our high school coordinator. Okay. And he took over from? Leanne Willie. Leanne Willie, who has retired. Yes, she retired. Well, good for her. I like shout outs. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, everyone needs a shout out in the system because... To begin with, we um, started the COVID. Then you have a new superintendent come in, mm-hmm. and then we're still dealing with COVID, and uh, it's just been adjustments everywhere. Yeah, and it's amazing how much has been done since March of adjusting with uh, your mm-hmm. new administration and yeah. with COVID yeah. to hit it one time. I think since July, when Mr. Hickman came on board, mm-hmm. we have done a bang-out job of taking care of the district, yeah. getting things done, um, dealing with the remote learning, the um, uh, the, the, the packets that um, the instruction department puts out every year. Kudos, ladies. Kudos to what everything you do and your supernatural powers of being <laughs> an executive assistant for Murray County Public Schools' top leaders. I thank you for joining the radio show today, and I thank you for dealing with all my surprises I threw at you today. Yes, you did. I did get a couple looks today, but they were <laughs> diligent to be able to provide those answers. Thank you, ladies. Well, thank you. We thank appreciate you. you. I really appreciate you. You have been on the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show on 103.7 FM WKRM. I'm Jack Cobb, your school bus driver. Thank you for joining us. We'll catch you next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. and Sundays at 7 p.m. to hear more about what's going on at Murray County Public Schools right here on WKRM 103.7 FM and 1340 AM.